0: Hey guys, it's Julie here. Welcome back to the podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, we are so happy to have you. We're just two sisters who are wild about Jesus. We love a natural approach and we're committed to being better today than we were yesterday. I am personally all about helping you in the kitchen prepare healthy meals, but doing it so that you don't have to spend a long time in the kitchen because we don't have time for that. And my sister, Carrie, She is a self-care expert, and we come together to help you take the upgrade. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Maggie Berghoff. She is a functional medicine nurse practitioner turned health entrepreneur who works with high-level executives, entrepreneurs, and some of the most influential people in the world. She guides you to create an environment for success and to develop a healthy peak performance lifestyle from the inside out. I cannot wait for you to listen in. So let's get started. Okay, well, Maggie, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you on, and I'd love for the listeners to get to know you a little bit better. So would you mind just kind of starting out, telling them a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, and kind of how you got to where you are today?
1: Yeah, so I am a nurse practitioner, Um, so I was trained as a nurse practitioner in the traditional medical model. Um, I went then straight to work for the hospital afterward and Around that same time my own body had a crazy health crash Meaning that I was just getting these really weird symptoms and no one really knew how to explain what was going on and I went to Doctor after doctor and I did so many tests and followed like so many different plans and I still wasn't getting any better so that's what led me to more of a functional body optimization route where I started seeking into what was going on in my body and finding solutions to reverse it instead of just accepting that this was my new fate. So I actually um, started getting really into what's called functional medicine, which is finding the root cause of what's going on in your body. And I enrolled into the Institute for Functional Medicine and went through their training program. And then through this whole big rabbit hole, somehow I ended up opening my own virtual practice. And that's what I do now is just solely focus on body optimization and really finding the root cause of what's going on inside of your body so we can heal in reverse these crazy medical mysteries and weird symptoms, instead of just, you know, taking a pill to cover up the symptoms and kind of manage and get by. So that's ultimately what led me to be doing what I'm doing now. That's
0: amazing. And I just, I think it's something that's overlooked so much, just from the people that I talk to on a daily basis, you know, where it's, sometimes we're trying all of these different things, but we're just a lot of it's traditional medicine and not that you know, there's anything wrong with traditional medicine. Sometimes it's necessary, but it's like you said, you really have to get at the root cause or you're just putting Band-Aid on top of Band-Aid and it you never really heal from, you know, whatever's going on. So I love that. Functional medicine is something that um, really interests me. So I, I'm excited to learn more from you. So tell us a little bit, um, about the type of clients that you work with. So let's say, I mean, I'm assuming you probably work with people who have gut issues and hormone issues. Am I right?
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, gosh, it's such a big range. I have a lot of clients who have true full-blown autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis, Crohn's disease, PCOS, Hashimoto's, lots of different autoimmune processes going on. And then I have clients who come to me who maybe do have a little bit of autoimmunity going on, but they just don't know. Um, or they just are kind of starting to get those symptoms where they, you know, eaten the same thing their whole life. And now all of a sudden when they eat this thing, that's supposed to be healthy for you or not, and they're inflaming or they're waking up with puffy faces, feeling like they have a hangover, even though they didn't drink. And it's because of this food or they're having crazy bloating to where they tell me, you know, it looks like I'm eight months pregnant. And I, all I did was eat this salad. I don't even know what happened. And And so they're confused with their gut function and and chronic constipation or diarrhea. And also, yeah, hormones. A lot of uh, women who come to me are having hormonal imbalances, whether it be from, you know, like they feel it from symptoms of irritability and hot flashes and insomnia, or they're literally missing periods or having really irregular cycles. So it's kind of a mesh between Um, All of these symptoms these nagging symptoms of what's going on that when they go to their traditional doctor typically their labs look normal and Their doctor says everything looks normal. You're fine. And they're like, no, I'm not I'm having all these symptoms I'm not fine. That's why I'm here help me please and they don't know what to do because they haven't gone further Um, or their labs look abnormal but their doctors are just giving them a pill to address those abnormals rather than telling them why it's going on in their body and how to fix it. Um, So that's really what my job is, is to figure out the why. Um, Looking upstream, like why do you have Hashimoto's? Why is your body attacking itself? Why is your gut bloating? So that instead of just fixing the bloat, we're fixing the actual problem.
0: Yes, which actually ends up taking care
1: of the symptoms
0: and it's not just like maybe a quick fix or something like that, or, or something that's going to cause another issue, which is what happens a lot of times when we're taking all these different medications, right?
1: Yeah. Um, and it's not just medications. I want to make that clear. Is that, so I don't have a problem with traditional medicine either. There's a time in place, but also with functional medicine, you can go down this rabbit hole of supplementations for covering up symptoms. So even if it's a natural pill, that doesn't mean it's the right solution for you. So, even no matter what the pill is, natural or pharmaceutical, knowing what your body really actually needs is very important. Mm,
0: that's good. That's good because a lot of people probably don't realize that. You know, they think I'm doing so good for myself because I'm taking these supplements that I read were so great for me, but everybody's body chemistry is so different. Everybody has. Uh, you know, if there is an underlying issue, it's different for every single person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love that. And and I just want to say, too, I really applaud people who are not just going to accept when they maybe see their traditional provider that, oh, everything's fine. Your labs look fine. You're fine. Because what I have found just in my practice, I was, you know, it's it telling you before we um before we started, how I work with cardiology um, patients. But even those patients, it's like sometimes they just take, you know, whoever's word for whatever, you know, we said was wrong with them. Or when we start saying, well, no, you know, nothing, we don't see anything there. Or this this provider told them there's nothing wrong with you. It starts to mess with their mind and they start to think, well, gosh, there's something wrong with me. Maybe I'm crazy. Like literally patients, you know, will tell me that. And I'm like, no, you know your body better than anyone else. And if you feel like there's something going on, then you need to get at the root cause of that. Now, I may not be the person, you know, in this particular practice to help them with that, but I'm always trying to like guide them and point them in that direction and not just to take, you know, a provider's word
1: for that. So I just um, think that's important. Yeah, it's so true. And not to accept it as your new norm. A lot of people also will just be like, oh, well, I guess I'm just somebody who's tired all the time. And that's their new norm. So just remembering that you don't have to deal with that. That's a choice that you make. There's always an answer. You can always improve.
0: Yes, absolutely. Now, something that I, I believe I heard you talk about, um, it may have been on the summit Um that you were interviewed on, is bio-individuality, which is kind of, we just started to kind of talk about that just a minute ago a little bit. I would love for you to just explain what that is and how that impacts your job, probably,
1: and what you do. Yeah, so biochemical individuality is a big word to just kind of say you are unique. So your body chemistry, the pathways in your body, your DNA, everything that goes on in your body Is So different than everybody else's and so even if you have the same symptoms as somebody else or the same goals Like you both want to drop 10 pounds What the, the solution to get to those goals and to eliminate those symptoms or heal those diseases looks very different So you can't say oh I have Hashimoto's and so did this person and so I'm gonna this This healed her this diet healed her and now I'm gonna do this diet, too it's not going to work for you. It usually never, ever does. Unless it's customized specifically for your body chemistry and what's going on in your body, it won't work, at least not long-term. And then you'll be going through the cycle of you know, get, reaching your goals and then, take, then going back and taking steps back and having to start over and then feeling like you just wasted a bunch of money because whatever you did didn't work. And so it's just this um, process of really understanding your chemistry through testing, so we can find this out through functional medicine testing, knowing your food intolerance, your gut microbiome, do you have you know, parasites, do you have heavy metals in your body, what are your hormone balances, what are your nutrient levels, all these little details so that you can curate the perfect game plan and the perfect blueprint for your body. And then healing becomes so easy. It's just very simple because you're following your own chemistry.
0: Yes, I love that so much. I um, That's something that I'm very interested in. I've done a little bit of the testing. I haven't done all of those tests, but I've done a little bit and it's been extremely like eye opening to me. Um, and I, I love it. It's just something that I'm that I'm so interested in. And I'm always telling people, um, you know, sharing that with them because i like, I think we learn from our personal experiences and we can share with other people what, you know, what has helped us in in those terms, not necessarily like this diet or that diet, but just getting, like you said, getting at the root cause. But speaking of diet, tell me, like, how big of a a role do you think that that plays in our overall health? Like, what are you educating? I know it's individual for Mm -hmm. each patient, but like, kind of give us an idea of, um, of what you're educating your patients around in terms of diet.
1: Yeah, so ending the diet cycle is very important. So a lot of people have been yo-yoing or trying all these different diets and going on these crazy things and it confuses the body. So what we do in my practice with nutrition, which is very important, nutrition, first of all, is very important in your health and how you feel and your anti-aging and everything. But it's not the only thing. A lot of people think, oh if I could just eat better, or oh, if I just take out gluten and dairy, all my problems will go away. Not the only answer. There's a lot to the story. Nutrition is just a little part of it. So, yes, it is so important, but it has to be customized. So, with my practice, we don't do any diets. It's not like I'm not promoting paleo, vegan, keto, you know, Mediterranean, all the different things. I just promote what's best for your body. So, we do a food intolerance test to know exactly what food your body inflames to and what food your body is nourished by. So we know if your body's inflaming to celery, well, oh my gosh, you're eating celery every day thinking it's healthy for you and you actually are causing worse damage from eating this celery or drinking it if you're doing the celery juice, Um, then, then we can take that out and we get immediate results. So that's the first step. The second step is how to eat. So we can actually test your metabolism rate and know how your body best breaks down food. Now, if you have like a sluggish, slow oxidation or metabolism, it's really hard for your body to break down food and to get energy from it. And if you can't break down food, you're not absorbing the nutrients. And so you're now nutrient deficient. Even if you're eating super healthy, amazing foods, you're deficient in essential vitamins and nutrients because your body can't activate those. So if we find out that you are a slow metabolizer or a fast, there's pros and cons to both. Then we can fine tune how you eat, what times of day you eat, if you're cooking your vegetables versus if you're eating them raw, if you're doing lots of great smoothies versus if you just want to eat the whole fruits. It really depends on your metabolism. So now we know what to eat, how to eat, and then the whole just factor of being intuitive and in um, the moment of your meals and practicing what I call balanced breathing which is activating our parasympathetic nervous system, which is the one that helps us digest our food. So a lot of times when people are eating, it's rushed or on the go, or they're stressed or they're watching TV or they're, you know, they're halfway through their meal and they forget like what they're even eating. They're not paying attention. So what we can do is activate the parasympathetic nervous system and deactivate the sympathetic fight or flight nervous system. And that will help your body to digest its food. So those are the kind of things that I teach about diet and how important it is about, you know, healing and nourishing the body.
0: Wow. That's great information. So can you, can you talk about um, the breathing exercise that you're referring to? Is that something that you could just share?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I encourage clients to do this, not only just before meals, but definitely before meals. And if they're ever like super stressed or anxious or, anything like that, because what it does is it turns off that fight or flight response of your body that causes cortisol to rise, it causes weight gain, it causes stress, it causes imbalances in the body. And when we turn that off and turn the switch on for parasympathetic, it actually activates our relaxation hormones, and neurotransmitter, it activates our gut, so our gut can start to break down food and get vitamins for us, and it's simple. So all you do is before you sit down for a meal or if you're in a time of anxiety or stress, you're going to want to breathe through your nose only. So close your mouth and breathe through your nose. And you can do this right now as you're listening. And you breathe in through your nose for five counts. So one, two, three, four, five. Hold for one, two, three, four, five. Exhale, two, three, four, five. And hold, two, three, four, five. And if you just repeat that for two to three times, so you're cycling and breathing in for five, holding for five, exhale for five, hold for five, that alone will shift your entire nervous system and your entire body head to toe and activate your digestion and relax your body. And so that's essential. It's such an easy tool. It's free and it works and it's just so great to have. So practicing balanced breathing whenever is a great practice to start to do. Oh, that's great. I'm definitely going to do that. I've, I've actually
0: been working on breathing exercises just when I move from one, one call to the next, one project to the next, to just kind of like release, you know, anything that's going on in my mind and just kind of get my mind set and ready Mm -hmm. for the next thing. But I have not, heard that or, or, or knew anything about doing that, um, you know, in relation to digestion. So that's amazing. Thank you so much for that tip. That's great. Um, great using that. Um, so I also wanted to ask you about, um, I saw, I guess I was looking on your website actually, and you talked about kind of being a peak performance expert. So tell me what that is
1: and what does that mean exactly? So uh, this is the whole, um, you've heard the word biohacking probably. So the whole world about making your body perform at its best. Now I don't, I'm not a big biohacker um, person as far as hooking up to all these machines and doing all this crazy stuff. But the way that I biohack is literally hacking your biology. So your chemistry in your body so that you can get the most out of it and perform at your highest every day. So increasing energy, increasing productivity. Feeling great, sleeping great, being happy instead of anxious, and all—all all of these things are doable for anybody. Even if you're struggling for, with chronic disease, autoimmunity, anything, if we just fine tune the body chemistry, that's all it is. It's fine tuning your chemistry with a customized plan so that your body can perform at its best, the way it needs, the way it wants to. And even the way we feed it, like going back to the nutrition, if we know that your body does best with a really high-fat diet or a really low-fat diet or whatever we find out via testing your body works best on, allowing it to be nourished with that type of nutrition that it needs and does best on will boost your performance and your daily happiness, really. So that's kind of what the peak performance world is about. It's just getting every day, every moment, the most out of your body that you can without causing any crash or adrenal fatigue or burnout. Nice, that's awesome. I love that. Um, I'm wondering
0: where. What would you suggest? So let's say someone is like, Oh, "This sounds great. I really want to know more about me and my, you know, my body chemistry, um, and have a customized plan." and And I'll want you to for sure tell them how they can connect with you. But let's say they haven't done that yet or they're waiting or maybe they don't feel like they can afford to do that right now, which I'm always like, you know, if you invest in your health now, <laughs> you can okay. invest in it one way or, or another. You know what I mean? Like you want to invest on the front end um, mm-hmm. in terms of prevention. But like, let's say, because I've had this before, I, you gave a great example of you're eating a healthy food or what you think is healthy um, and it just does not react well in your body. Like for instance, I used to eat a lot of raw vegetables and I would just like my stomach, I would literally feel like I was like six months pregnant after I would eat them. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. And that's just one small example. That would happen with me a lot of, you know, on a lot of different foods. But would you just say to people like, just because it's healthy, doesn't mean it's completely right for you. And just really to pay attention to your body and adjust based on how you feel. Like basically you need to try different things to see how, how they react in your body if you haven't had a chance to do the testing.
1: Would you agree with that? So uh, actually no, only because it will cause so much frustration. So- okay. well, that's true. So I'll hard, agree with yeah. you on that. <laughs> it's so hard to guess what it is. Um, and the reason is that sometimes food intolerance, so we're, we're talking about food intolerance. So sometimes food intolerance may happen right away, like you can bloat up right away and you know it's there, or you get a headache right away, or you feel irritable right away. But sometimes the symptoms may come three, four days later. So say on Sunday you ate a bunch of stuff all day long or whatever, and then on Wednesday you're feeling super like a headache or migraine, or your skin breaks out, or you're not sleeping well at night, or you're getting these weird things on Wednesday. It's so hard to look back and tie it to what food it was in your whole entire day on Sunday that was causing that. So it's just very difficult. And like you said, it could be from a healthy food. It could be a lemon and your lemon water every morning. That could be the one thing causing it. So it's just too um, difficult, especially with supplementations as well. A lot of times people are taking protein powders or supplements that have, you know, 30 ingredients in it and they're all great ingredients, hopefully. But who knows if it's the blueberries in the powder or the spinach in the powder. You, you just don't know. So I just think it's very tough to do it that way. And I'm all about simplicity in healing. And the easiest thing ever is just to get the blood draw and no black and white. So like the test I do tests for 406 things. So you know you have this huge list of 406 items of the little list of what your body inflames to, and then this huge list of what actually your body loves and is nourished by. And then it's just so black and white and easy. So I'm all about simplicity. So I don't recommend trying to guess and check.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess what I kind of,
0: meant more by that I totally get that and it makes total sense to me what I was thinking is sometimes people will continue to eat this one healthy thing because they think it's healthy even though they can see that maybe they have an immediate reaction like don't um I guess I was kind of like you know want to give people permission that like you know it may be that you just haven't found it out yet but you know, from your symptoms, like that one thing, you know, broccoli or whatever, every single time you eat it, you have something right after then just because it's healthy doesn't mean you need to keep eating it. Do you yeah. know what I
1: mean? So well, yeah. if you know the food, like I've had people who have said like every time I eat chicken I get sick. Well don't eat the chicken. Don't eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's stop that yeah. for a little bit. So um and the thing is is that even if it is a healthy food, right? you're going to be able to eat it again. It's hopefully, if you work with a practitioner who res- resolves the root cause of why your body's inflaming to these foods, then typically, most all my clients are able to introduce the foods again and their body does fine with it. So it's not like you have to you know, take out these things forever and then 20 years down the road, you're saying, oh, I don't eat chicken because I'm allergic. Oh, that's false. You know, You were intolerant at one time. But yeah. Oh yeah. If you know that you have a reaction to a food, take it out because you're causing your body unnecessary inflammation and then it's causing more damage. And then there's going to be more foods that your body reacts to. And it's going to just be this whole cascade. Yes, and and that was actually something that I
0: was going to ask you. Um, I mentioned that I had done um, really the GI mapping is the only test that I've done so far. And um, I found out some issues that I'm actually doing protocols right now, you know, to, um, to treat some of that. But what my understanding was a lot of times, um, I mean, I know the gut is related to pretty much everything. But if you heal what's going on in the gut, then a lot of times you can go back and be able to eat some of the foods that you thought you were intolerant to or that showed up that you were mm-hmm. intolerant to. So that is, that is in fact, true, I guess. Totally
1: true, yes. Okay. So with my, my protocol is actually called balance protocol. And the whole theory is that, and fact, <laughs> really, is that once we balance the body, your body, not just following some plan and guessing. So once we actually test, know what's going on in your body and balance it, your body will be able to handle these hits. There's no reason you can't go out to eat and have some kind of, you know, whatever, salmon and and not feel fine, right? But, but a lot of people, the fact is, is they got to eat and even if they pick something very healthy on the menu, they're still bloated and fog, brain foggy and tired and feel irritable. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it totally, you can eat these things. You do not have to live a purist life. You do not have to be perfect all the time. If your body is balanced, your gut is healthy, you can handle these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's another good point, too, that a lot of times people almost um, don't want the information. Not that they don't want it, but subconsciously they're thinking, well, this means I'm not going to be able to do this, 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 and this. But that's not the case. And and really, it's all about finding not only what works best for you, but about feeling the best that you possibly can, like having the most vibrant life, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. we'll talk ourselves into, well, I don't really feel that bad. You know, I mean, this is okay. Or this is my new norm. It's like you said, Mm -hmm. that is such a common thing. And it's like, no, that's really not normal. You really need to, you know, look into that a little bit further. So yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's not complicated. So like simplicity is a huge word in my practice. It doesn't have to be complicated. It's honestly, that any complication of it is on my end <laughs> figuring out the case, but then you just get this easy silver platter of here's what your body needs, and if you just you know like follow what your body needs and nourish your body from a place of love, not restriction and fear or crazy diets, it'll start to balance out on its own, and then you can raise your standards in areas that you and are fine with. For example, you don't have to do every in Everything and anything that's healthy, you know, that people are talking about. But if you find a few habits that you really enjoy doing, that you want to integrate into your daily life, do it. Every little thing adds up. So it's just about making efforts in some areas that you're able to, to add up, to make a big effect, to make a healthier you. Yes. Nice. I love that. Well,
0: now that we're kind of, you know, into the point where we're going to wrap up, I want to ask you a couple of just fun questions. okay? Okay. So do you read books? I'm, I'm assuming you probably. Yes, do. Yeah. <laughs> I figured you did. What do you have like a favorite um book? I mean maybe on it could be on anything. Um it could be just personal development or it could be, you know, health and wellness. Um do you have a favorite book?
1: Oh gosh, I don't have a favorite, but uh, my favorite types of books right now are definitely in this self-development area. Even though a lot of them repeat common trends, it's so inspirational and motivational just to have the the same um, you know positivity coming into your life. Even if you just read a couple pages in the morning, having that positive mindset set for the day is really helpful.
0: Yes, because don't you think mindset is really everything? I mean, it is just everything. I'm learning so much more. Um, I'm the same way. You know, I've I've got to start off with you know the positivity and you know, gratitude. And it's just, it makes such a big difference throughout your day and how your day um,
1: plays out really. Yeah, it really does. And even like on a chemistry nerdy level, it actually changes pathways in your body for the better. So when you're thinking positive, love, happy, joy, giving, grace, all these positive words, or these positive things, or you're reading these positive things, it actually creates positive health in your body. Whereas if you are worried and anxious and pessimistic and have guilt and those kinds of words and those kinds of feelings or books or movies, it actually causes a negative health reaction in your body. So you're actually, I mean, not only are you feeling better and your mindset is more clear, but you're actually helping your body as well doing that. Yes. I was actually talking to somebody about this
0: the other day about how we can actually just from emotions and not like dealing with emotions and, you know, having that negative mindset and like suppressing emotions, it's like this negative energy circulating in our body, and we can actually cause disease in our body just mm-hmm. from that, which is just like really kind of mind blowing if you think about it. I and mean, the yeah. body is just so um, complicated, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Okay, so tell us what would be one of your favorite healthy snacks.
1: Um, I'm a big almond butter and apple person. So cold crisp apples with almond butter is definitely a favorite snack.
0: Yes. Do I, do you, that's like my go-to, like almost every afternoon, sometimes I'm like, okay, Almond butter is good, but like too much is like, you know, I have to like stop myself like, okay, everything, you know, in moderation. Yeah. Um, you put, Have you ever put um cinnamon and sea salt on that when you like dip it in the almond butter? Oh, but I definitely will.
1: That sounds delicious.
0: <laughs> you have to try that. It's, it's amazing. I will. <laughs> um. Okay. One last question. What is your morning beverage of choice? Are you a coffee drinker?
1: No, I'm not a coffee drinker. And typically I just am a water person, but if I have a special treat, um, morning, or I'm like at a cafe, matcha is my go-to. So I love a good, hot, frothy, dairy-free matcha latte is my favorite.
0: I, I bought some matcha powder, you know, to make, um, to make lattes at home. And I, I was messaging with somebody about this the other day that posted that that was like their favorite thing. I was like, well, what it was, she had made it at home. I was like, well, which one do you use? Because the one that I got was not good or maybe, I don't know. I haven't developed so, it, for
1: it yet. So. Okay. So quick lesson for everyone listening right now. So matcha is tricky. Um, I remember when I first tried it, I was like, this is disgusting, but I would just mix it with water and kind of call it a day. So what I do with my matcha lattes at home, if I'm making it at home, I make it in a blender, and that makes it really frothy and creamy. Um, You can use a nut. I, I prefer nut milks, so like almond milk, cashew milk, hemp milk, whatever it is that you use as the base. That makes it a little bit more creamy. Add the matcha powder. I usually add a little bit of stevia, vanilla extract, a dash of cinnamon, and I actually put collagen peptides in it as well for protein. So I'm getting not just a tea but also a protein shake, Sometimes I'll add a healthy fat in as well. if I want to keep myself full and my hormones balanced. So something like brain octane oil or coconut oil. Um, And then I blend it up and it becomes like a really frothy, yummy, um, pour it over ice or warm it up, whatever whatever you like. I usually pour mine over ice when I'm making it at home. And it's delicious. But you do have to kind of curate it. It's not just pour the powder in the water because I don't like that either. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's what a lot of people will do.
0: Okay, I'm definitely going to try that because I still have like a whole container of, of yeah. the matcha powder. So I'm yeah,
1: try that recipe. Um, that's my favorite go-to. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, please, uh,
0: before we wrap up, tell listeners how they can connect with you, how they can work with you, and just kind of where they can find you, what platforms you're
1: on. Well, my name is Maggie Bergoff. So um, Bergoff is spelled B E R G H O S S. And that's really my name across all platforms. So I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram. My website is maggiebergoff.com. So connect with me over at any of those platforms. There's a contact request on my website if you want to reach out to me or you can send me a message on Instagram. Um, I love having new people in my space. So definitely check me out at any of those areas. Awesome. Well, thank you
0: so much. This was so much fun. I really appreciate you um, just lending all that
1: wisdom to our listeners. Good. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.